0: I am Georgia Martell, and you're listening to the Oh Shit Twins podcast, a podcast created to directly talk to the parents of multiples. Episode one is lockdown life with triplets. I will be interviewing the fabulous Mrs C, as she's known on Instagram, sharing how she kept her four-year-old sons entertained during quarantine while managing the demands of her employment. We're going to be talking pandemic and multiples today. The reality of what we've all been going through. I have a set of twins and my lovely guest has amazing beautiful triplets, little boys who have recently turned four I believe. They have just turned four yeah. Okay so I'm gonna pass over to my guest for her to introduce herself and then we're gonna get stuck right in.
1: Okay. So I am the fabulous Mrs. Cater. I tend not to use my first name because that's unfortunately my, <laughs> the only proviso of my husband allowing me to go on Instagram and social media is that we don't tell anybody what we're called. I am a working mother of triplet boys. So I work full time in a quite a senior executive role. And yeah, and that's it. I just, at the moment, we just try to survive you know, I always said to my husband, we'll try and survive the first five years because someone told me that it gets easier at five. And, and we always made an agreement that neither of us could leave up until that point. <laughs> <laughs> Good agreement. <laughs> exactly. So we're still married. I'm still married, which is, you know, you know, given that 70% of parents with multiples can, can get divorced. So yeah, yeah. Because it's stressful, man. Yeah. It's it is. stressful. Yeah, so parent, working mother, wife, and parent to triplet boys who are full on, and thanks to this pandemic, have gone a little bit feral.
0: <laughs> okay, so before we get into day-to-day life of of what it was like yeah. having the having the boys at home during the pandemic, I kind of want to just backtrack to the just the the first thoughts um, that you might have been having before we got to official lockdown so we we'll get we got our first few cases in the uk in february 2020 and um by the 11th of march that's when the world health organization stated that coronavirus is classed as a pandemic so do you yeah. remember kind of how you was thinking back then was you already kind of panicking or preparing or What's any cool? contingencies Not
1: at all. Didn't even think about it, really. I think, weirdly, because of the job that I sort of do, everyone was like, "Yeah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You know, because I remember their videos being, you know, of the wartime you know, horns and alarms going off and all the other countries going mm. into lockdown. Yeah, And there we were, Great Britain, still washing our hands, 20 seconds, singing happy birthday. And I was thinking, oh, you know, if it was that serious, you know, we would also be in lockdown. So I think at that point, a lot of people were thinking, oh, all the other countries are over-exaggerating a little bit.
0: Mm.
1: And then I remember the day think it was the day before Mother's Day I caught a cold and I was yeah. like I'm not feeling great you know and Mother's Day I remember I spent Mother's Day in bed three days later I was fine
0: mm-hmm. again mm-hmm.
1: you know and then fast track to day 12 and I i can't breathe you know so obviously I ended up getting it quite early on in March okay yeah um and I was bed bound and that was just that was the, probably the hardest because my husband also had it and he had so to look after you... the kids yeah. okay so
0: how so how would you manage it so you literally your husband just had to get stuck yeah. with it and get on with it all, yeah. all on his own
1: yeah because the thing is with covid by day right so by by day 10 to i think it's 10 to 14 you either deteriorate really quick and mm-hmm. you you either get really bad or you go to hospital or you're fine and you yeah. recover. Mm-hmm. And luckily, he was something like he, I think he was about three days behind me. And I remember saying to him, Oh, you'll lose your sense of taste and smell now. You know, you'll have an upset tummy, you know, da 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 da. da. And so he was a few days behind me. And it just exhausts you. So I think in this whole lockdown, 11 weeks, however long it was, mm-hmm. you know, at no point did we think that we would be ill with triplets at home and he was still working.
0: Oh, wow. That's
1: what is like, that's still, and I was working as well because I thought it was a cold.
0: Mm, yeah. So, so I just
1: You were just pushing through. Pushing through because that's what, you know, that's multiple do. mums do, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what so we do. We are machines. And actually you don't, because you're always on it, there is this like adrenaline pumping constantly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know that is it's that that gets you through. There is this high intense stress of you just going on it on it on it, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. and then it wasn't
1: until I was like, "Oh, I've got a temperature of like forty I probably I started to get really dizzy. And I was working on conference calls and I said to my client, Oh God, temperature of 39.8. And he was like, I don't think you should be working. <laughs> and then my boss said to me, Oh, you should go to bed. And then I didn't get out of bed for four and a half days, five days. Wow. And I was on my CPAP machine. Cause I mm. use a CPAP machine for sleep apnea, but I was on the phone to the hospital and they were like, the, we are, we are full.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But she goes, I think I'll see you later tonight. But in the meantime, I want you to get on antibiotics as quickly as possible. So I ended up going on board spectrum antibiotics. And I, I wasn't lucid for four days, and my husband just looked after the kids. You How know? did he cope? He's brilliant anyway. Yeah, don't, yeah. Tell, don't tell him I said <laughs> that.
0: Cause we never like to admit that.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you why. It's because they get complacent. Yeah, yeah. They start to get a bit lazy and start leaving stuff on the kitchen tops and stuff like that. But anyway. So, but yeah, he's, he is great and he helps loads the boys love him Mm. and so but he was really stressed
0: Mm.
1: you know we spent probably we've spent probably half of this lockdown we banter a lot yeah we take we take the mickey out of each other a lot but that banter sort of took a step forward into like full-on abuse
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's it's difficult because okay so look the 23rd of March is when we were in official lockdown. Yeah.
1: Which is when I started to get ill.
0: Okay, yeah. so you didn't, you didn't get into like, oh, I'm going to post my schedule. You know, social media went through a stage where people <laughs> were posting these amazing schedules of how they're going to yeah. homeschool their children, which I never participated in because I knew I wasn't going to do it. You were oh just God, did out. You,
1: did you not see my schedule? I posted mine. <laughs>
0: did you post yours? I did. And
1: mine, and mine said, mine said, <laughs> yeah, drink wine. Good
0: stay alive <laughs> yep. yeah
1: something along those lines my kind of it schedule like it had monday tuesday wednesday thursday all the way to sunday and then at the top am pm and then in the middle it just said stay kid keep the kids alive yeah stay sane and drink wine they were my
0: three and actually we, that's exactly what we did how did you confirm that you actually did have covid
1: so a <clears throat> couple of things When you, okay, that's a good point. It's a very good question. So at first I just wanted a sick note. So I went online to the NHS website to get the sick note. And then they went, oh, you have to call 111. So I was like, oh, for the love of goodness, call Mm -hmm. 111. They then transferred me to the medical team. The medical team then transferred me to another medical team. It's almost like you go up levels. Oh, and for every level, they ask you a load of questions. They ask okay. you load, like, day one, what were your symptoms, da, da 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 And then the fourth level was actually getting through to a doctor at, in the COVID ward of my local hospital.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was the final one. And she ended up doing um, five or six breathing tests for me. Okay. And so when, like, when you breathe in you, and you speak words and you breathe out and speak words, most yeah. people can get to like 30 or 40
0: yeah.
1: lung capacity. I got to 12 before wow. I ran out of breath and was just <laughs> coughing. And she said, when you get to eight tonight, I want you to ring 999 and come oh. to hospital. Oh, yeah? gosh. Mm-hmm. He goes, but at the moment we have no room but we will find something for you in the meantime I need a family member to come to hospital now and pick up three different like hardcore antibiotics Antibiotic. mm-hmm. yeah so then they had to drive to the local pharmacy that was shut so then they had to drive like half an hour away and then come back and then get me my antibiotics okay. and literally within she said oh, honestly within five days you'll be surprised at how much better you feel so since then i had the had an antibody test by a company called blue horizon Mm -hmm. because i wanted to be a hundred percent sure um and i paid for it myself and it came back positive so you know but they've now since said don't trust anything unless it's a hundred percent accuracy. Mm. But they came back and said it's ninety nine point eight percent accurate. So
0: okay, we could go with that. Yeah, I was like, I think, oh, I think that's a like high that's enough close percentage. Enough. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's close enough. But it was terrifying, Georgia. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mm. wrote my will that night. Oh
0: wow, that's,
1: that's how that's bad, bad it was. I couldn't. I could not. I felt like someone had put a bag over my head mm. and just tightened it, and I couldn't breathe. I was like. <laughs> And it's not, it's not flu. And and my husband said to me, I can tell I'm a machine,
0: Mm. right?
1: I'm, I've never taken a day off sick in 15 years, right? I'm a machine. (laughs) And I took four four weeks off, Mm. took four weeks off. And he said to me, I've never seen you that panicky. It's not, it's not flu. So I just don't want to, I don't want people to feel, it worries me. When I see the complacency out and about now, because I can honestly tell you, I have never felt so ill in all my life. Like, ever. Anyway, carry on.
0: So, (coughs) excuse me. Back to the
1: wine. I'm drinking wine.
0: (laughs) Once you started to feel better, you started getting back into your routine of everyday tasks, cooking, cleaning, keeping them entertained. Was there a, a method to the madness, or did you just just jump in there and just just whatever get the <sighs> occupied one?
1: I'm gonna lie. It, it, I'd lie if I if I said that there was a plan, right? Because I I. Uh, I think being a multiple parent means that you feel less guilty sometimes because yeah. you do give yourself a bit more slack than those people that have maybe one or two kids at one at a time of different mm-hmm. ages. So you sort of go, I've got triplets, man, you know, and I'm working. Although I wasn't working, you know, I took a couple of weeks off.
0: So,
1: yeah. I had to, Oh, you know, I took four weeks sick and probably two and a half, three of those oh, I wasn't doing anything with the boys at all. Mm-hmm. And then for one and a half, I would literally just sit on the sofa with them whilst mm-hmm. we watched TV and played with a few games and stuff. Cause I just wasn't up to it. And then I realized I took two weeks off because I realized I can't work and look after my kids. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do it before I was ill and you know, it's impossible. And for most of the time, you know, we've reverted back to the 1950s where women are now responsible for having to look after their kids. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, we've also got to cook four dinners a day, you know, lunch, dinner for you guys, and then lunch and dinner for the kids. And it's just like, it was just, it was just, there weren't enough hours in the day to do everything. And I'm going to be honest, my work's expectation of my output had increased twofold wow. and that was the hardest thing and that's what I think most people finding is that if you weren't furloughed everybody else that was still in employment had to pick, to up. pick up
0: the slack yeah
1: yeah and actually it was like I was working 12-hour days you know and I just thought I can't I can't go back to working 12-hour days and looking after the kids, kids and work. cooking and, you know, so I took two weeks off and actually that was the best thing that I did. And then when I then spoke to my boss, she was like, look, you know, what do you think that you can do? And I said, well, I need to take more holiday. So I was, you know, I had to, it was inferred that I then took more holiday yeah, because even they recognised that I couldn't look after my kids and, oh and work. And so for Boris to turn around and go, Oh, we know we're just expecting
0: organizations to be understanding, it's like,
1: Yeah, but they're not.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've heard I've spoken to quite a few mums who've had this situation. So it's it's nobody's talking about it. Yeah, and 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 this is the thing, as you said, your husband was still working. So how was you even trying to manage that? Was like one of you waking up earlier? to do some work and then do with the boys and work in the even how was you trying to split yeah. it between guys what kind of agreements did you so have? i
1: think before i got ill we were doing what was called a split shift so okay. i was working seven until one two o'clock yeah no until one and then he was then trying to do a few calls whilst looking off the kids and then he would work one through until seven so we would literally split the seven seven yeah. and split it halfway, sure. and actually that was the best way. But my boss was like, "You know, I need to speak to the client at three o'clock. Can you jump on a call?" And I'm like, "Well, actually, I can't really, because that's when I'm supposed to be looking after the kids." And and that pull, that and feeling Constant. like you're not, you know, I felt like I wasn't um,
0: achieving succeeding anything. In anything. Yeah, 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 because yeah. you're just being but pulled yeah so i felt like i was
1: failing being a mother i was failing being a wife and i was failing you know being an exec at work so something had to go you know my famous triangle oh yes i got from five minute mum Mm -hmm. well it's like you you got three things in your triangle and you can only do two and i picked two and that's why i took the time off and actually that helped my husband a load not that he said thanks you know
0: do you feel it's kind of expected for you to take the time off or was there a conversation <laughs> about it? I
1: think it was expected. I, th- you know, and I'm going to put it out there. He won't listen to this podcast, so uh, it's all good. <laughs> but, I, you know, he, I think all men have this very traditional view yeah, of women. Yeah, yeah. And they will never say it out loud because they know we would beat the crap out of them.
0: I definitely you agree.
1: know. i mean joking aside i do think there is this undercurrent and they've all they've done is they've shut up talking about it but there is this expectation that women you know even with triplets and you with twins Mm -hmm. there will still be that expectation that you can do everything yeah we're meant to
0: bend i find that that and for me personally during this pandemic it brought me back to when the when the girls were really young when they first come out of hospital just that you just feel like you're on that boring routine up the time. You look the time. Oh, it's time to make lunch. You check the time. Oh, now it's time to make dinner, cleaning. Yeah. Put, yeah. Dishwasher. I can't. Oh, we, 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 actually, it. we're talking about getting one. Um, you haven't got one? No, we don't, I don't oh have one. Oh my <laughs> God, I tell you what,
1: I would forego someone's bedroom. Two things, dishwasher and tumble dryer. Mm. They're the two things now yeah, that since we've, we've got and actually... You Know as much as I moan about emptying it and filling it up four times a day, I can't imagine doing all that washing up. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's just,
0: it's just crazy. And it's just the, the expectation is like, as you said, it's an unspoken expectation that I'm just gonna you're just sort of, you, yeah, everything yeah. just gets sorted out. Yeah. And my, my yeah. partner has his own business, so when lockdown first started, everything came to a, a, a stop. Because he has these businesses cleaning, um, he's got cleaners, he's got builders, kind of you know all that kind of fun stuff. So in the beginning, everything got shut down, but he's actually started going back to work. Pretty after about Early on. two, three weeks, people were like, okay, no, actually, we want we want our buildings, our, our yeah. communal areas cleaned. So he was back to work. So and I wasn't. So I was, I was just expected to just get on yeah. with it. But it's,
1: you just pick it up, you pick up the slack, and there's no to- thanks
0: for it. No, but toddlers. I think oh if, if babies, the baby's time with twins, and I'm sure you uh, with tri- triplets, you understand, the lack of sleep is probably the hardest thing. And yeah, it's just all the fuzz. Yeah. But with the toddler stage, now with the emotions, with the mm. demands,
1: mm-hmm. yes, the, oh, the arguing, it's just the yeah. arguing over everything. I just think because you can't go out, can't go to the park, can't go to soft play, can't go swimming, you know. Uh, and so i think it just amplified their emotions you know a hundredfold so the fighting starts and you know at least we had a, a few sunny days and i bought the the largest bouncy castle in the planet
0: which saved me i think what other changes in behavior did you see during during lockdown well in the kids yeah
1: well other than the fact that i couldn't be bothered to get them dressed on some days they were just <laughs> running around in their pants the other thing is the way that they, I know this sounds a bit odd, but the way that they spoke to us was a little bit like, get that for me. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, you know, because they could sense us being distracted. You know, we weren't a hundred percent present and kids need you to be present when you're with them, yes. you know? And so if you are distracted by a billion other things, you know, they tend to play up a lot more. The other thing as well, because they weren't wearing many clothes, is they started to pee in the garden. (laughs) So my sister-in-law, who's a head teacher at school locally, she was like, you're going to have to nip that in the bud because that's probably the worst thing they could start doing before they start school in September. Right? So, and because then it started to progress. I haven't posted any of this, by the way, but then it started to progress when one of them, Decided to do a poo in the garden,
0: oh
1: and you just think,
0: What is going so,
1: on? Just to let you know, it wasn't on my shift. Just to let you know, right? It, it, it
0: never is on mum's shift, it's ne- it never, it's it's never
1: is. on because they know mum will go batshit crazy. So, husband then shows me a picture. I'm saying, So you took a picture of him doing a poop, but actually, you, it. you didn't. It's like, What are you t- did you not just... And he said, oh, no, but it was too late
0: because he'd already done it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. I just Good. think... I know you're the Amazon queen. What, oh, has, been, <laughs> what girl. has been... What has been your favourite save-your-life purchases for the boys? Right. Obviously,
1: I am the Amazon queen and I am also the TK Maxx queen. I'm just you know, I'm glowing from going <laughs> to TK Maxx this week. It's just been beautiful. Um, But my biggest... I mean, it was expensive because we've obviously not paid nursery fees, right? Uh, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, right? Yeah, it's expensive. Mm. It's like four thousand two hundred quid for us a month, right? Oof. That's a lot of money. It's a lot. So, yeah, we are. You You're cash- like
0: woohoo, cash. <laughs> what are you doing with all this money?
1: Yeah, so I came that on Amazon, and so I bought a lot. So in The beginning of lockdown, I was like, oh, no, we don't have enough stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: So I bought a, like, you know, my arts and crafts um, trolley. So I got that. um, And I got a lot of arts and crafts stuff. So I thought I'll do that once every other day or whatever. But I also bought a giant, oversized, bouncy castle. And that is possibly... The best purchase that I've made. In fact, I know that I post about that quite a bit, but uh, a few people have bought bouncy castles now for their lounges. But it is the best thing. You know, if you can get the small one, it just burns off a lot of energy for the kids. Yeah, yeah because you're not at parks you're not at soft play you're not at swimming you're not doing gymnastics or football or all the things that they would burn off a lot of energy they need to burn it off you know they can't kids can't sit there all the time so so
0: i got that best purchase so how was um that was putting into bed during pandemic yeah it's fine i think
1: look without sounding like a bit of an arsehole, our kids have always gone to bed really well. (laughs) Even my mum's just like, what the hell? And I was like, look, I was always pretty militant because I'll tell you why, I'm not great with lack of sleep. I'm like, i become very emotional. So that was the one thing that I was panicking most about. So the boys, we dropped the nap during the day a while back because it took them such a long time to fall asleep. And so when it takes them longer than five minutes to fall asleep, you know it's time to drop. So they drop the daytime nap, and the best way to do that is to drop it down every other day and then every two days and then once a week. And that is just the best way. But, um, yeah. but they sleep really well. We put them, well, they transitioned from toddler beds to a triple bunk bed and they were quite unsettled. That's the first time they've been really unsettled okay. um, for about a month. But during lockdown, they've been fine okay. because there's two things: you got to run them like dogs, and you got to feed them. So they cannot go to bed hungry. So I always give them like a banana. Like, Here, have a banana, yeah. or you know, have something to eat before bedtime because I need. They need to sleep. They need to. sleep. No, I- I'm the cover. same. Once it gets yeah. to like
0: nine of nine p.m. I'm not a mum anymore. I just switch <laughs> off. I'm not interested. You just need to, as far as I'm concerned, you need to be in bed. My girls have been pretty good with sleep, but same. I've been, we've been really good at sticking to a routine. Yeah. But just, I think some evenings they just hadn't burned off enough energy, so they were yeah. just bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Just bouncing yeah. off the walls, and those were the, those were some tough evenings at I was just, Yeah. Like, just like. I saw, actually, I did see one of your stories
1: and they were like, prop, they're properly awake though. Jumping around, having awake. a ball
0: of a time, yeah, playing yeah, like yeah. it's four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm just need finished. need that nap. Are you, are,
1: you na- are they still napping?
0: No, they stopped napping during, oh. the pa- during lockdown. Yeah, devastated. I've suffered, trust me. Oh, <laughs>
1: sweet. They dropped Jesus. the nap
0: and we were potty training. I was finished. I am finished think you may
1: have set your expectations <laughs> of yourself really high that's the, and i think that's the problem we set ourselves targets that are so high that actually and no one it's no wonder man you pot that is amazing you potty trained well, one brilliant one. you try to do the other one brilliant right And you tried to drop the nap.
0: I didn't try. They refused. It wasn't me trying. Trust me. I was not happy. Double high five I was not happy. We were trying for a good few days. No, you're going to have a nap. No, they weren't having it. They're like, no, no, no. So they were just up. So we just said, okay, we're just going to be up. and We're going to find you stuff to do.
1: The one thing I can say is get a small bouncy castle. Get secondhand ones on eBay. They're pretty good.
0: My thing I mean. is storage. Where the hell is it going to go?
1: That's my issue. That's is always my I'll issue because we
0: lack, we lack of storage. I've got the space. I've got a big enough garden to put it in, but it's where where the hell oh. is it going to go? So that's uh, always my bed? thing. Oh, no, no. That's shoes. Under the bed is shoes. Oh. Um, I'm not giving up that space. That's my space. At the
1: moment, our bouncy castle is currently sitting on our dining table in the lounge. Oh, my God. Because I'm telling you what, whatever saves you that's that's what and and I think that's been our motto from zero to five years old is do whatever it takes to make sure that you stay sane you know
0: so what point did you feel that okay I'm I'm, I'm running on empty I need them to go back to nursery or or was you just feeling like this this is just too much (sighs) it's weird we were like on it on it
1: on it and then when boris went kids are going back beginning of june that felt, yeah. it was like a two-week period
0: yeah
1: yeah from that that two-week period felt like six and a half months because <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <You're, you're laughs> i
1: was i, I was like sit, it just felt like the longest you know two weeks ever I just, it was at that point, you know, when you can see light at the end of the tunnel and you're yeah. just like, oh, I want, it. it's I want so to be close. there now. I
0: just want to be <laughs> yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So when he said, Oh, kids can go back on the 1st of June, we were like, Kids are dressed and ready and sitting in the car, Boris. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. So how was it going back? How was your nursery with, you know, obviously doing the social distancing? Yeah, You feel that you'd actually communicated well, you felt comfortable. Yeah. Or you... They, were, they were pretty
1: good. They were like, you know, my, my sister, as I said, my sister-in-law's head teacher, and she, she's she been obviously filling me in on the, cha- the, the behind-the-scenes challenges yeah. that yeah. education are having. And it's scary. You know, the government comes out with this, oh, this is what we're going to do. And by the way, you know, the educators all find out at the same time and then there is this scramble of right how the hell are we going to do it and then you know a week later the government then sends out guidance so you know nurseries and schools have i think done amazingly well yeah, they have,
0: they have.
1: and anybody that can pick fault in that is quite frankly off their rocker because i'll tell you what having chatted to all my mates who have older kids they're like i just uh, everything i've ever said about their teacher i'll just i'll take it back yeah, you know because yeah. people understand now how hard it is to educate children
0: it um yes
1: you know, and they only, they may only have two or three or four that to educate at home, but teachers have got like classrooms of 28. So anyway, so I just think they did really well. They, they communicated really well. They sent us an email saying, you know, your slot is, you know, from now to now, we, we, we need to close early because every day we are, deep cleaning the entire nursery so every day we have to pick up by you know half four because from half four until six they're cleaning everybody Yeah. yeah? yeah so you know they're in their pods of eight they're social distancing from the other kids they're phasing the eating and the hand washing and the you know you name it they're doing really well but i think i feel differently about it because i know that we've all had it yeah, yeah, I'm like I'm you know I'm all well. There is this sense not of complacency because that's definitely not the case, but yeah. sense of there is an added level of an of immunity. Yeah, yeah. for us and and therefore a sense of you know a, you know calmness about sending them back to nursery. But I understand why people are hesitant. I know a lot of people that wouldn't have sent their kids back anyway. But don't you feel like? And I said this to my mom. I was like, I feel really bad that I feel so joyful that they've gone back. But to be fair, they they came back, and they, I think they were joyful. They went. My back
0: girls were joyful. Back. They were happy yeah. too. When I when we told them, in the morning, that you're going to nursery. They were they, once they had their clothes on. They were standing by the door. <laughs> I think they 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 had enough of us too. <laughs> and, Hugo was standing by the by the car
1: <laughs> with his backpack on, his shoes on, and his coat on. He was like. I'm ready, I'm here. And I was like, oh my goodness, it normally takes me 20 minutes to get you out of the house. To get
0: there. Exactly. So I don't feel bad that I need space because it makes me a better mother. I could see that I was running on empty. I could see that my patience was going. So I was like, okay, so you need to go to nursery. Mm. Do you feel the lockdown taught you anything about yourself, family, relationship? interestingly and hot off
1: the press i don't know if i'm allowed to tell people this
0: no probably not actually
1: but yes it was it was a it was life-changing for me you know for me thinking actually i need a bit of a break i need a break from work like permanently just for a little bit Mm. um but because it was it was just it it's been hard it was just hard Mm. i think working and trying to do everything and feeling that pull and realizing that actually i've really enjoyed it i know this sounds a bit weird but this is this is my view yeah, yeah. everybody has this thing that they so desperately wanted and i yeah. and we all put these wishes out to the world so for mine for our mine, for ours it was financially we were being crippled by sending the kids to nursery yeah. Paying for our mortgage that by the way we bought the house the day we found out we were pregnant not knowing it was fabulous. um and so financially we were we were in trouble yeah, right? yeah and so we both said you know what we need is like a bit of a break from spending all this money
0: yeah. right?
1: and you know i know some people who were like you know what i just want to spend more time with my kids i don't get to see them mm. there's some people that said you know i feel like i'm just commuting every day into yeah. london blah blah i'd love to work from home for a bit so i think a lot of people put all these wishes out into the world and actually the pandemic what that did is it answered all our hopes and dreams yeah for those people that were traveling too much they got to stay at home for those people that wanted to spend more time with their kids they did that for those people that wanted to not spend any money and save some money they probably did because nobody spent any money except for food shopping which went up by four thousand
0: percent i was gonna ask you that how much did your food bill increase by do you know <laughs>
1: Yeah, it. Let me see. It probably quadrupled, tripled, Oh, tripled. <laughs> yeah, probably about that. So we spent we spend about one hundred and twenty quid a week in food mm. normally, and it went up to three hundred quid every five days. It was It like... was. It
0: I was getting to a point. That I was. am like, wow, my life yeah. is being at home and going to the supermarket. Oh, that yeah. is my life right now. Husband was like.
1: Who is eating all this food? I bought seven loaves of bread one day, and he shouted at me for buying too many loaves of bread, and we ate them in three days. I was like, "The see, the thing is you're not used to it you're not used to it, yeah. you know having all the kids home, and you know they yeah. eat all day <laughs> but yeah, so we went we just went through a lot of food, and we're back to normal now, which is wonderful. Yeah. which is really good
0: so you've decided that's that's it is hot off the press. so you decided that it work it, when, need, when are we going to release
1: break? this I'm probably um
0: answer. in july <laughs> oh you haven't told work yet <laughs>
1: oh no i've told work yeah let's get okay, okay. july it?
0: okay
1: i don't so, know if anybody follows me from work to be honest because i keep it so anonymous i don't know i know a lot of people follow a lot of people from my husband's work follow me but um I don't know if anyone that I work with does, but nobody's mentioned it.
0: So, yeah, what are kind of your thoughts of why you wanted to leave? Is it just a temporary break you take taking? Are you tell your job? You want a career break?
1: You're thinking um, about a
0: year? just kind of what what's your thought? No, just it? a temp, just a temporary,
1: couple of months actually. Okay. So just nothing like big. Early last year, they thought I had a pituitary tumor in my brain, which is, was a bit terrifying, and that was really terrifying. But actually. I had what was called thyroiditis, which could have been from postpartum. So in other words, having the boys, I think. And so I ended up putting on about four and a half stone in three months, which is a lot it's a lot of weight yeah Yeah. so and because i have pcos i really struggle to lose weight Mm. you know i have to work three times as hard as anybody else Mm. so if i go to the gym you know i have to eat less and work out more Mm. than normal people to lose weight so i I know what i sort of need to do i've lost weight you know obviously i've yo-yoed over the years with pcos so i sort of know what i need to do i really want to focus on my health um just because i'm gonna be honest you know working 12 hours a day sitting at a desk is probably you know not the yeah the best option at the minute i do about two two and a half thousand steps a day when the boys aren't here when they're here it's about 10 um but you know, it made me the lockdown, the pandemic made me realise because it's a massively trending subject is the fact that everyone's getting fat. <laughs> so it made it made me laugh because I was like, actually, shit. That I think I have been in a pandemic for like ten years because I've, <laughs> I've been working from home for ten years. Like one, well, you know, I cannot go out for a whole week because I've got conference calls starting at eight, finishing at yeah. seven you know Mm. so it made the pandemic made me realize that oh this is probably why i'm overweight is the fact that you know everybody now has the same lifestyle that i have been living for 10 years so there you go
0: well that's that's definitely no negative no exactly taking time out for your health because yeah Without health you don't don't have nothing else well, that's it. you know I've got high blood pressure'
1: because, you know obviously I've got triplets, but you know so uh, the thought of having a heart attack or a stroke or something and leaving the kids without a mum terrifies me a little bit, you know, so got to do something
0: so now that we're easing out of lockdown, you've already mentioned that you had yeah. a blast going into tK max. What other things are you looking forward to do? Or planning that
1: was it. That was it. That was it. Oh, you're so easily (laughs) pleased. I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm not really that. I mean, to be fair, I've I've had enough of like zoom calls that's all a bit like weird i miss my mates a lot i've got lots of different groups of friends yeah. and i'm i'm missing everybody a lot but you know that to me is it because remember if you think i've just said you know, i've been I living for, this life yeah, for 10 home. years so it's not really it's not really been much okay, different just, for me okay but i'd miss i we used to go out to dinner quite a lot we like going to restaurants quite a bit cinema i miss the cinema a little bit you know we we lived a very I was going to say simple life it's not as if we went clubbing and stuff like that but you know I don't know it's really weird it was shopping for me shopping's always been a my husband, honestly, he just looked at me yesterday and was like, you are positively glowing. Where have you been? And I was like, I've been TK (laughs) Maxx. And he was like, oh, God. And I was like, it's amazing. And I just, honestly, I looked so, he said, that is the biggest smile I've seen on you in about three months. And I was like, I know, I've spent so much money um, on things I don't need. So I'll probably take most of it back anyway. But it was still joyful. But, uh, yeah, anyway what are you gonna do what are you looking forward to
0: for me it's meeting up with friends going to like a restaurant with a group of girl you know girlfriends and And that's the main thing the shopping i'm an online shopper i I, I hate going into shops anyway do you know what though
1: i can understand why people some people are still really hesitant Mm, yeah i'm not a massive shopper shopper i only like tk maxx because yeah you can't find everything online no exactly yeah, um everything else i get online i just i can't be bothered you know if i can get it online i can but but tk maxx you can always find some super bargains and that makes me feel happy but um yeah i'm with you i'm not uh, i wouldn't traipse around the west end because that just just, uh, I just couldn't
0: yeah. do that yeah. so now as we as i'm sure we're going to be social distancing for a while. But yeah. Any tips? Or any encouragement you'll say to mums of triplets, or who newly found out they they're having triplets, any advice?
1: Well, in this in this new world, I'm going to be honest, right? I, I don't, when we first had the triplets and we took them home, we didn't go out for like nearly two months. We didn't go anywhere because, actually. In the routine that we had, by the time we finished feeding them, it was then time to, to start the, the next... process all over again. Yeah. So actually, we never had a break between babies to be able to pack a bag and get out of the house. So I think we we did do once when they were a couple of months, I think they were two months old. We went to a few parks, we go to the park or whatever. But, um, you know, so if you're a new mum of triplets, honestly, don't worry, I'd go into lockdown, you know, and just, you know, enjoy it, because it goes so quickly.
0: I was going to say, the first few weeks, probably first month of lockdown, I was like, oh, this just feels like how it was when the girls were young. (laughs) I've done this, so I've stayed in. No big deal. My other half was like, you're just so okay with this. I was like, because I was in the house with two babies for about two to three yeah. about, I think I got to near three months yeah. I, I think I popped out just to go to like the supermarket but mainly yeah. in the house not going anywhere special so yeah. it felt it just felt like that for me it just felt like I was going back there yeah. um, same so that would be yeah I would agree I would agree Yeah, like you're not we all go through it when you have newborns and especially if they're yeah. tr- twins or triplets you tend to stay in a bit longer
1: yeah you do and I, I also think that I don't know. I think life is hard enough. That just make sure they get some fresh air, and you know, be like just walking around your garden or going for a walk around your road or whatever, and just keep life simple. I'm, my motto is the path of least resistance. Sometimes we make and set. Very high, you know. I was saying to you earlier, set yourself high expectations of yourself, almost like to prove to yourself that you can do stuff. And actually, you know, sometimes you fail and it's like, see, see, I knew you couldn't do it. And then you beat yourself up for like another, you know, two weeks. But it's important that, you know, you just keep life as simple as you can in those early days because you're changing, you change so much as a person.
0: Um, okay Well I'm going to wrap it up anyway. there yeah.
1: yeah amazing Thank it's you lovely for talking to, see to Georgia.
0: me it's, Well <laughs> see and speak See and speak Because <laughs> we are yes. just recording for audio But it was, <laughs> it was amazing It was amazing talking to you We're
1: yeah, always in each other's
0: DMs So when you post your memes and your mum jokes I'm like <laughs> you're talking to me I totally relate Thank you Thank you for coming on the Oh Shit That's Twins podcast thanks for listening to the Oshit shit twins podcast you can find me georgia martell on facebook and instagram at oh shit twins new episodes will be dropping every sunday and please don't forget to like share and subscribe